BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What puts a smile on your face? I don't mean this like a the dreaded interview question where the answer is, I care too much. <laughs> but what, at the end of the day, when the lights are out and the crickets are singing, what puts a smile on your face? The smell of laundry? Classical music? Memes from the Joker? What tickles your Turkish delight? Today, we're bringing in all the things that make us smile, and hopefully, you'll write in with the things that make you smile on today's episode of The Brighter Side. Yeah, yes, that is very well put, Amber. Thank you. It is, and you know, I think a lot of times on this show, we concentrate on things that suck. Yeah. And we talk about it and trying to find the brighter side, but sometimes, you know, we have to remember we're a positivity podcast. Oh, yeah. Not first and foremost, so why not talk about a bunch of shit we like? And things we really like. like Not things that are like, I like to piss off people on the internet. That's mm-hmm. not really things I like. But I do like to piss. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and so there is that, you know, and then uh, and I also, I tell you, you know, start right out, I, I like to curse. <gasps> Fucking shit, Ed. Fucking shit tits. <laughs> I, <laughs> Good for yeah, you. Yeah, cursing's a lot of fun, you know, and I don't, uh, I didn't realize it until... I went back and I was listening to the uh, the Eddie Tunes two hour radio hour, uh-huh. and I was I was like, man, I I have a filthy mouth. Mm-hmm. I can't even help it. I'm just swearing left and right. You well, you know. got that football mouth. Blue eighty two. Fuck your mother. Oh I'm my 49. god! It really, it, you know, it, it gets dirty. You know, when you're talking with the boys. I bet in that locker room when mm-hmm. your when your clothes are off and your willies are hanging out. You know what word is bothersome to me these days? And maybe, you know, I'm obviously getting soft, but um, pussy isn't as fun as it used to be to say. Do you think it's becoming we're more woke? And like, because pussy means a bad thing, but like vaginas are great. It's like you are a pussy. Like that, I I got no problem saying that. Oh. But like when you're talking about a vagina, I don't know why like calling it a pussy just bothers me these days. Yeah, it's degrading. It's where human life comes out of. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, it's not really that, de- if you break it down, I mean, cats are nice. They're sexy. Give me that pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, it's not like I'm calling it a dog. Right. Well, I haven't said sex. A barker. Sex. barker. Be- <laughs> Let me Give see me your barker. barker. <laughs> and the vagina lips clap open. And it goes, hurf, hurf, <laughs> oh and the clit like wags it's like it's tongue like a dog all right we're calling them barkers from now on <laughs> <laughs> give that old barker i mean i haven't been touched in so long if i give birth it's it will be to the lord jesus christ so i have no like skin in this game of like dirty talk or whatever i think being raised religious i still get a little like oh like when people say curse words I'm yeah like, oh my would you curse I guess you really don't curse that no. much, do you? No. Now that I'm thinking about it. And I don't do You thing- say like, fuck you. Like, yeah. you'll do that one. When I really mean it. Because yeah. I like to save the curse words, children. Save your curse words. Yeah, see, I love just loose swearing. I was talking, you know. <laughs> I was hanging out with some old friends down in Florida recently. Another thing I truly love, old friends. Oh, yeah. Um, but I'm hanging out with some old friends and the parents are there. And we're all sitting around talking about cursing. And then- 
I, I realized that my buddy's parents never really cursed when we grew up. No. And then he's like, yeah, and we all talked about it. We're like, and they're like, oh, we must have cursed so much. And then I thought about it. I'm like, you all never cursed. You know, you never did. And then my buddy Corey was just like, yeah, the only time I heard curse words when I went to your house. <laughs> <laughs> my parents fucking cursed. Oh, you're, I could see your mom like throwing a vase at your dad's head. Being like, get the fuck out of this house. Oh, my God. My parents... They swore almost every sentence. Wow. My dad used to make up, you know, horrific words. Jeez. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, but uh, yeah. No, my, but that's, my, why I like, that's why I like cursing so much, Yeah? I think. My mom would stub her toe against the coffee table or something, and she'd be like, mm-hmm. God bless America. <laughs> that's what she'd say. <laughs> my dad would be like, your sister's cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so creative. <laughs> Mr. Larson, maybe he's in heaven teaching Jesus some curse words. Uh, Jesus could have used a couple curse words. Oh, he's on that cross? Fucking shit. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's like, ow. <laughs> Fuck. He's up there for hours. <laughs> that was probably his last prayer. was like, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dad. That's what it would have been. I didn't want to do this anyway. You made me. He's like, I'm teaching you discipline, son. <laughs> What's your favorite curse word? We're going to talk about a few of our favorite things. You yeah. know, like I think that whenever we like one of the other person talks about the things they love, like, you know, like what is your favorite? You know, we should we should talk about what our favorite is and for favorite curse word. Like, what do you like? Uh, it's a um, good explanation. Ooh, that's a good one. I would say like get fucked. Yeah, get fucked. That's a yeah. good one. Like if somebody's really upsetting me, I haven't said it in a ooh, I can't even remember last time, but like get, get fucked. fucked. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, you mean it too. I mean it. Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. want to be the kind of person that doesn't curse and I try to be really nice. So then when you piss me off, you know you pissed me off. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a psycho about it. Yeah. I'm not a crazy bipolar babe. I think ass is my favorite. Ass? Yeah, ass. Just like, how's your ass? You know, very Brooklyn, you know, just saying hi to someone. It's like, how's your fucking ass? How's your ass? How's your ass? Is, is that cur- even a curse word, though? Ass? I guess not. You can say it on TV. But it is a curse word. You know, you get slapped for it in it's Catholic like a, school. Yeah, it's like a junior high curse word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also, like, it has so many meanings. Like, this tastes like ass. Yeah. You look like ass. I love your ass. What a great ass. Oh. You know, like, there's so much going on with ass. That's nice. I love your ass. That feels like two men hugging each other mm-hmm. for the first time. And, like, you know, one of them went through something very traumatic. Yeah. I'm like, I love your ass, bro. Like, I love you too, bro. Yeah. I saw that at a bar one time in Brooklyn. Somebody said, I love your ass and like two bros hugged it out oh yeah and ass was, is very Brooklyn yeah yeah and I was just like I cried a little yeah. bit <laughs> I sat smoking a cigarette by myself I saw like just two male bonding like a real moment and I was yeah. like that's really nice it is nice that men are finally comfortable saying I love you to each other yeah it's gotta be having ass or like yeah. you know fuck you buddy I yeah. love you yeah I love your goddamn dick <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's right that is right. Uh, something I love is decorating my own place with my own Ooh, aesthetics. I like that. I yeah. was never allowed because like today I decorate, but it's not like CB2. Like I don't have designer stuff in there. Mm-hmm. I have like a rock when I went to the beach and I had a really delightful time. Yeah. Or like, you know, I was hanging out with my brother in Palm Springs and I was, I was like, let's go to the Goodwill. And like, we we're having a great time. And I found this painting that was pretty cheap and that's in my room. Yeah. And it's all decorated. It's like very free. There's lots of birds, lots of nature in my room. I love that. And I think it's because it's something I've realized lately. I might've said it before on the show, but growing up, I was never allowed to touch anything. I had dolls all over the wall. Mm-hmm. And then I, was in an eight year long relationship with somebody that I wasn't allowed to touch anything and all of his writing was on the wall. So I was kind of, I never really had autonomy over the space that I'm in. Mm. And now I do as a full grown woman. And I just smile. Like, I love it that I'm like, Oh, this, and I like, I pick up like a shell and I'm like, Oh, I remember the beach this time or like, you know, a postcard. I remember that artist I met. I like saving rocks. You know, I never remember, you know, like where they came from. And, you know, some places you're not supposed to take rocks from because they're more valuable. Oh, like, like a coral reef. Yeah, coral. Jeff or, Bezos' house. Well, I mean, coral, if it washes up and you see it on the beach, bah, you know, it's already dead. Yeah. Uh, but like uh, lava rocks and stuff like that, you're not supposed to take those from Hawaii. They said you'll be ter- cursed until you bring it back. Oh. So when I, I found a really nice lava rock, I... 
I took a picture of it instead. That's good. And but so the, the we, soul might live in the picture, though. I mean, well, it's whatever. I, it's, you know, it's the best I could do. Best you could do. <laughs> there are these like beautiful sandstones that live in Saudi Arabia where mm-hmm. it takes like millions of years for the sand to whip in a certain direction. Yeah. Or the wind to whip the sand in a certain direction. And it looks like a rose. That's and you're so not cool. supposed to take them from the Middle East. But my mother wrapped them in her panties Jesus. and brought them through customs. She must have really liked them. Yep. Was it? Would it be illegal to get through customs? Yep. Just for Iraq? I probably shouldn't be saying that on the internet. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. Who it, cares? Yeah, what, are you going to go to my mom's house? She can't even find her on Google Maps. Yeah, what are you yeah, talking yeah. about? <laughs> she lives in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I haven't been there in years. <laughs> but I like taking rocks from places, and I'll like throw them in a drawer. I'll never. I'll find them later. I'll never remember where they're from. But what I what, what I like to do with the rocks is... Uh, put them in plants in the house. Hmm. And so, like, I feel like that good memory is helping that plant grow, yeah. you know, and like putting good energy into the soil. And I think the plant, they have emotions, they have feelings, they know when it's a loving home and when they're surrounded by loving things. Mm-hmm. You know, you can water a plant every day, but will it be as healthy as if you talk to it? No, no. I mean, you never know. I used to, my weed plants that I was growing that, uh, they were going so well back in college, but my, my roommate, I left town and my roommate did a horrible job and they all died. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I used to play, uh, Eric Clapton's, uh, let it grow, uh, for them <laughs> on, on repeat in the closet, really soft. And like, so you could only hear it when you opened up the closet door. Cause I had two closets. Oh, that was such a great. Uh, townhouse. I, yeah. had, I had the master bedroom because I won like a pulling of straws. Like thank God. Yeah. And uh, oh my God, it was so great. I had two bath. I had a I had my own bathroom. Wow. And two closets in a big old room. It was so cool. That's... It was a, it was one of the better rooms I ever had in my whole life. I bet. Yeah. And so I made one of the closets a weed closet. Obviously. Amazing. You know, there's a couple things about plants I find that are fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, one story is there was a woman playing a violin on one side of the room and the other side of the room didn't have that. But the light, it was a science experiment. A plant was put in the middle of the room Mm -hmm. and for hours a day she would play and the plant started growing towards the music. Whoa. So music really does help plants. I I believe it. And also there's another- Music helps everybody. Absolutely. There's another story where- um, it was a, um, this, how do I say it? This makeup company, Mm -hmm. they bought this- solution, this science solution from these scientists. I'm trying to sound so smart, but it was like something about how the microbes grow. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they bought the solution, the, the the formula from them, and they did exactly everything perfect in the contract, but the, the they weren't growing. And the bacteria wasn't growing. Mm-hmm. And so they contacted the scientists again. They said, you sold us a bunk thing. And they said, did you play Mozart while it was growing? And they said, no, that was in the contract. We thought you were just like messing around with us and they said no you have to play mozart while this and it's like a very expensive makeup brand and they did and it started growing what was a mozart like kind of like a little prick <laughs> probably <laughs> you could tell him that he won't know he's dead but i guess you know i guess van morrison's a prick and his music really puts me at peace a lot of really great musicians are bad people yeah oh yeah speaking of which a music i'm sure music is on your list it's oh, yeah. on mine yeah but i i, I wrote uh today i'm thankful for not buying Yeezys last time I went to the shoe store. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, what, what a disaster. Well, Mr. Edward Leibowitz, you cannot be wearing Lift Schultz. Sorry. Lift Schultz. Lift Schultz. You cannot be wearing Yeezys. And what are they, like $500 then for they're shoes? They're going to have to change them to uh, Nazis. Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd see the day Nazis are following Kanye, but and I'm enjoying vegan food. So, you know, but here we are. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What a strange little world we're living in. Yeah. I never liked him. And uh, I know that's such like a cliche thing to do to say about someone who's getting in the middle of getting canceled. But Mm -hmm. it's like this time it it is like it was never for me. Yeah. I never dug it. I never, I never, it was, I, I couldn't do it. Oh, his music. I, his you music. Into it? I wasn't into it. Interesting. And I know, I, I understood that it was good, but like it always just bothered me so much and I could never enjoy it because of how annoying he is. Probably you knew that he, you know, had that inside him. It's just, you know, he's so crazy. And, you know, and we were talking about this and obviously being crazy doesn't excuse bad behavior. And there's one thing um, I remember, it was a quote from Marcus Parks on Roundtable back in the day. And I remember 
very little of Roundtable. <laughs> uh, blackout drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did. This did stick with me from Marcus, and he said that uh, uh, your mental health, uh, your your uh, your poor mental health, is not your fault, but it is your responsibility. Yeah. And uh, I always I always thought that was so insightful and beautiful, and uh, and. Uh, you, this motherfucker is not taking responsible for uh, responsibility for his because he's own. bipolar, right? I mean, who knows what he really is? He, this is all of us just diagnosing him. It's not like he's going to the fucking doctor. Right. I have no idea. I never really listened to a lot of his music because I sort of, I, I don't know. I, I have like my ten songs I yeah. listen to over and over. If you were to listen to my playlist that's in my head, you would be like, shut it off. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard System of a Down too many times. Oh yeah, well, that, I mean, I don't think that's possible. System <laughs> of a Down, System of a Down. I say, you know, all day. You know, you could do that all, all day. day. Well, this yeah. is one of the things that I love that combines the cursing. I like fuck you music. Okay, like explain like, this. I like Megan the Stallion. I like System of a Down. Mm-hmm. I like Black Sabbath. This Big all, Frida. Big Frida. I love Big Free. This is all like, like fuck you to the man, to yeah. the system, whatever. Rage that, against the machine. I love them. That's their Wu Tang. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They're all on my like my like fuck you, yeah, fuck. I'm gonna fucking run with guns in my hand. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. I I, I agree with that too. I I love a good. You know, I, I protest music. Yeah. You know, it's so much fun. It really is. And these are artists that. Um, because I know System of the Down, they were already playing everywhere. Like they already had their own thing going. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was like Rick Ross or like one of these major music guys. He went and saw one of their shows and he said, I couldn't stop laughing in a good way. Yeah, no, I get that the way too. The entire time. That's it's people think joy. I'm crazy or like uh, I'm being insulting, you know, but a lot of if I really like something, I even laugh. like a hard drama, I'll yeah. laugh. Like, I really, I do that too. Cause I'm just like, I can't believe how much I like it. I love it. I went to a black metal concert in downtown LA in like a small venue. Mm-hmm. I got free tickets to get in. Um, because I, I was bartending that day and like they, the headliners just happened to come in. They're like, come in, you know, we'll get you shit, whatever. So I go in and the music was so like just yeah. black, angry metal, but I was like elated. I couldn't stop laughing. Nobody made fun of me. Also, people were very respectful. Mm-hmm. Now you like metal more than you like punk. Yeah, punk music. See, I'm a punk boy more than I'm a metal boy. I tried to listen to, God, what's that band? Because punk's very nah, fuck nah, the man. That doesn't sound like punk to me. That's not the punk I listen to. Let me see. They might be on my bullshit because I was I was in Amoeba Music and I was like, I should listen to them. And I did. And I, I like the Stooges, oh. you know, like MC5. Like that's some fuck the man bullshit. Oh, like kick out the jams, motherfucker. Like mm-hmm. that shit's, you know that one. How's it go? Kick out the jams, motherfucker! All right. I mean, that was the best. That's how it starts. Right. Punk has always felt a little more... I feel, honestly, as a lady, I feel unsafe at a punk show. I feel safe at a metal show. I mean, you know, it just depends on who's playing, I think. I guess so. Like, Pantera, I don't like Pantera. It feels like an angry boyfriend. Really? Like, punching drywall. Dimebag was a good guy, you know? Yeah? Yeah, but he got... He got murdered hard. Yeah. He got. He took it. He took it bad. That he was, got murdered. But who was that awful guy that would like hit women? What was his name? I mean, there's lots of those. He know. was a white, and he like had a shaved head. And there was one like video of him being like, "I'll fight a woman. I'll fight." And this woman was like, "Fuck you!" And he just punched her in the face. I have never seen this. All right, I saw yeah. it, and I was like, "Don't like this man." Yeah, no, it sounds like an awful human being. I know, but send me some punk music that you think I. I would mean, you like came on the sniffers. I love Emil and the Sniffers. Yeah, that's okay. that's punk. That's okay. like that's like true hard punk. You like the remo- yeah. It feels like it's a little more like kind of like Ting Tings. No, Ting Tings are fruity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're they're floofy doof. Okay. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. send me punk and hardcore recommendations. I mean, yeah, you like the about the Ramones, you know. I like the Ramones. Yeah, the Ramones are a lot of Who fun. Who was it? It wasn't like Jimmy Eat World, but it was some like I mean band. Jimmy Eat World, you know, that's not for me. No. It, it even spells Jew and I still don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's good thank you thank you <laughs> but yeah I like fuck you angry music it like puts a smile on my face mm-hmm. I was listening I was on the treadmill listening to fuck you don't do what you tell me fuck you don't do what you tell me yeah. and I was just going as fast as I could and I was just like laughing Hell yeah. People probably thought I was crazy. I mean, you know, it's, you pay the same membership they do. Yep. 
and you can do whatever the fuck you want. That's right. <laughs> you know what? I don't rip off my band-aids in the pool, so I think I'm doing pretty good. Thank you, yeah. Amber. Every time I see a band-aid, I make a wish oh, in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> But that brings me to another thing I like. I don't want to jump the gun. No, jump it. I mean, I just got a list of stuff that's cool. You know, yeah. I like working out, and not necessarily in a way of like I got to lose weight, I got to get a certain body. I do it for my own mental health. Yeah. So even if it's not lifting weights, it's something like going in my backyard and doing a bunch of jumping jacks. Going yeah. on. A Julie's walk. the same way. Yeah. If she doesn't work out for like a couple of days, like she like gets real anxious and yeah. mad. Yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, I think I think ladies really need it uh, more than men. Really? Also. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. some do. I mean, it could just be a personality type thing mm-hmm. too. Like, I could not work out, but if I'm like immobile, I like start getting like sad. Yeah. You know, like you know, like I need to at least like walk a couple miles a day. I make sure I get my ten thousand steps, no matter what. That's great. You know, I mean, I have fucked up. Like I was looking through my steps the other day, and I saw one day where I had like seven hundred steps, and I was like, "Oh God, Eddie, you're gonna die if you keep doing that." <laughs> you know, like. But what is seven hundred steps? I don't even know how much that is. Nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. If like I'm averaging ten grand one day, I'd do seven hundred. Ooh. You know, like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm probably averaging like eleven, but like you know, because like sometimes you do eight, but other days I do like twenty. You know. Right. Well, also the thing with working out is rest days are important. Mm-hmm. Your body literally needs to recover. Because if you go, 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 go. I mean, I've met people that have like torn their ACL. My ankle's been fucked up lately. Yes. Yeah, so but pro- I'm big. You know, I got a lot yeah. of meat going on here. You okay. know, if, I, you know, it's, you know, if you you move it around too much, it, you can hurt yourself. You should probably go for a swim. Oh, I did go for, when was the last, I went for a swim when I was in Florida. That okay. was nice. Madeline and I are a buddy, Madeline Austin. Yeah. We went to a rooftop pool in South Beach. It was very nice. Oh, were there thong bikinis? No, no, no. It was just really loud techno music and a bunch <laughs> of fucking, there were thong bikinis, but they were all like foreign men. <laughs> My wife, like those kind of guys. Uh, no, no, I'm sure. I don't think these guys had wives. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you know, two things I like: angry music or like fuck you music, and yeah. I like working out. You know, I'm gonna go the other way. I just like, you know, I need my chill music. Oh, I need my very peaceful, like almost like you know, religious music. You know, but not religious. You know, even like. You know, like, like, all right, so you know I'm not like a religious guy, no. even a little bit. But if it's like a religious song that's really good, like a song about God that's like like the Christian life by the birds, it's or like Aretha Franklin when she was 16 in the church, that album. I still can't find this album. What? Yeah, I found the one Amazing Grace where she was like, you know, like it's the you know, towards the end of her career mm-hmm. and the, that gospel album, I found that one and there's a documentary along with it. That's really cool. But I can't find the 16 year old one that you keep talking Damn, about. I think the last time I heard that album was about five years ago. Yeah. And that's the thing about not getting the DVD or the VHS hard copy. And I know we're all moving to like, it's all in the cloud, but when you give tech bros that kind of power they're gonna take away anything they deem Mm -hmm. so go ahead and get the physical copy of everything you think that you want yeah no it's um it's another thing i love that's on my list um is uh is my record player bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. All right. And you know, sometimes like... 
It's it's an easy gift to give you, and I know you have a million records. You're never going to see it, but you no. know, Amoeba Music is right by where I go work out. So if I, you know, they have like a dollar bin, and I'll just sometimes go scroll through, and I'm yeah. like, oh shit. I think, what was the last gift I got you? The worst pies in London. Okay. Oh, I found it. I Googled it. Um, here we go. Songs of Faith. And she was 14. Wow. When she when she recorded it. It's on Checker Records. So I'll, I'll add that to my list. Okay. Now that I, I, you know what? I, I, I swear to God, I've looked for this thing a dozen times and I haven't found it. And then I just do it in two seconds. It's so crazy. It's because you're with me, Eddie. It is. It is the good energy. Songs of Faith. I listened to Amazing Grace. That one's really good, too. But that's not that's like her return to gospel. Yeah. Not that's like her making out. up with her father. And like and that's actually recorded out in San Bernardino County with a with the giant choir. It's interesting. It's very cool. I have a theory that a lot of R&B sounds different. I don't want to say bad or good or whatever. It's just different. Mm -hmm. than what it was in, say, the early 2000s to the 90s is because those people were coming out of the church. So we had, or like even before I mean, the then, 90s and 2000s, I mean, the R&B was all like, feel a little poke coming through yeah. on you. Well, they did like the kind of Katy Perry thing, I guess, where they like started in yeah. a church. They learned how to sing when they were growing up. So if the song came out in the 90s and they're like 20, that's, you know, 80s, 70s, they're in the church. That's like it, it It changed R&B and soul when we removed when people don't go to church to learn how to sing. Ray Charles was the first one to really like combine R&B with gospel. Yeah. And he took some shit for it at first. Like you're not supposed to take that gospel feel and talk about wanting to make love to a woman. You know, you're like not supposed to do that, you know, and then, you know, it was very controversial for a while, but then Ray, you know, he was undeniable. And then he put out a fucking country album that was probably better than any country album that was ever made. I never knew that. Oh, he's got like a collection. He's got like really? 40 because he grew up in the South. So he obviously loved country music and country music like comes from gospel and uh folk you know and uh -huh. so like it's it all like 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 woody guthrie and stuff like that and uh and just like straight up gospel music and blues and so that's where country comes from i knew the country came from blues but i didn't know it came from ray charles like well no there. ray charles no was a fan of country music and put out a country album oh. he didn't like there, there was country music before ray charles he was inspired by it you know, and so that was, yeah, no, it was, it's but yeah, that it's uh, just country and western. I think it's called. Wait, it's, did country music come from blues? It came from blues and gospel, and like it, like basically, it came from it, like just you know, like um, what's his name, Robert Johnson, mm -hmm. and uh, did he sell his soul to the devil? Yes, that's the guy, and uh, and yeah, and he uh, he sold his soul to the devil, and he he was able to play. Uh, the greatest blues guitar ever. Uh, but, you know, obviously, yeah. you know, he didn't. He just probably practiced for a while. And, <laughs> he and just got wanna, really good and, and, like, didn't get married. and like Didn't want to tell people his secret, so he just said he sold his soul to the devil. Yeah. You can listen to some of his music. It's kind of haunting. Oh, yeah. There's, uh, if it wasn't for uh, Keith Richards, uh, there it, he really, he's the one who who unearthed a lot of the Robert Johnson music and, wow. and put it out to pressing because he was such a big fan. And, in fact... The Rolling Stones are on my list of things that you I love. love. The Rolling because we were talking about what do we do, and you're like, I could talk about the Rolling Stones for half an hour. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, really? Yeah, no, I love the Rolling Stones. Okay, they're you know it, it changes like what my favorite band is week to week, you know. But I would say uh, eight weeks a year, the Rolling Stones are my favorite band. Well, I like the <laughs> album where they have the zipper that comes down on his oh, crotch, sticky fingers. Yeah, yeah because I just of like all the, the cover. Cum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> of all the cum. Yeah, I don't know a lot about the Rolling Stones. I know that Keith Richards is very skinny mm -hmm. and he runs around. He's like, oh, baby. And um, that's more Mick. Okay. Mick Jagger's uh, the one who's like, oh, Keith Richards is the one who's just. <coughs> hammered smoking a cigarette playing guitar okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. wow what a what a band yeah they uh, they were unbelievable they started they basically took blues music everyone always shits on elvis for like you know stealing music from black people but like it's not like the beatles and the rolling stones and led zeppelin weren't all blues also you know so yeah. like 
And so like their first couple albums were all blues standards that like, you know, or R and B standards turned into rock and roll. And then they kind of figured it out for themselves. And I'll say this, people, a lot of don't no one gives them credit for this, but I'll say the Rolling Stones are one of the greatest country bands ever because they put out like three albums that are like mostly country music and it is unbelievable. Wow. You know, I'm from Louisiana, but I don't know a lot about country music. I think because growing up, it was a lot of like, well, my dog's in my truck and my daddy's coming to town. It was that new country. Well, yeah. Where I don't like, I will listen to whatever. I hate it as well, by I the way. I hate it as too. I, I will listen to whatever people put out there as long as the music fits the artist. Mm-hmm. So this new country, when this guy's singing about his little beat up pickup truck and his little dog. Not for me. It's not, I'm not a fan. I'm, I'm listening to this and I'm like, you don't have a farm dog. You have a dad in IT. Yeah, no, that stuff's made for throwing bottles. You know, that's yeah. the only thing, it's the only thing fun to do when you you hear music like that. Yeah. Also, those big Ford trucks where they're so expensive. Mm-hmm. I did not grow up with those trucks. Those are not real country boy trucks. Those are like my dad owns the car dealership and we are upper middle class. They're yeah. not real country boy. A real country boy truck is like the two door pickup yeah. with like duct tape on the tire. Yeah. Rusted outsides and yeah. shit. Yeah. That's yeah, like Willie like Nelson that. kind of music. That's a real country yeah, truck. Yeah. Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings, you know, uh, uh, obviously, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, the, the most famous, Hank Williams, you know, the old school guys, like that's real, like Buck Owens, yeah. you know, uh, George Jones, Merle Haggard. Those are the real country guys. That's real. Does anybody like modern country? Lot, it's a, 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 a aggravatingly a, a amount of people, uh, love new country. That's crazy. Yeah. What are we doing here? I don't know. Like Florida, Georgia line, you know, suck it. How does it go? I don't know. I I I I'm I, on the floor to do It's all just trash, you know, big and rich. You know, it's just like sad, trashy music, you know, as I can't get into. Yeah. Which, you know, if you like it and it makes you happy, listen to it. Thank God that That's something right. makes, it makes you happy. You, smile. you know, I'm all about anything that makes you smile, be good to yourself. That's the mantra of the show. Right. It's just not for me. It's I just find it trashy. Uh you know, but I do you know, it's not my I do like trashy, but not that type of trashy. That's right. I I still like tra- I like pop music. Yeah. I love it all day. Just I, like that. You know what I listen to? Veruca Salt. And oh, goes, yeah. Volcano girls are really rocking right. Yeah. Volcano 97, girls. 97, 98, <laughs> something like that. That's like fun. Like, I'll rock to it. Mm-hmm. That's, or, yeah, but that's like rock and roll, but it is pop. It is it's pop. poppy rock. 90s pop, I guess so. You could call it that. But yeah, no, I, you know, I'm down with that stuff. It's all about what makes you feel good, you know? Uh, I A lot of times with music, because I love to explore and I like to listen to everything and really learn about it. And, uh, and, I, and I think a lot of times that... Uh, you got you fall in, I fall into a trap personally uh, that like listening to music could become like homework oh. where I'm just like listening to stuff because I want to know what everyone's into and I like force myself to listen to it. And then, you know, and, and I think it was like a couple of years ago where I was because every the end of every year I like to put out like my top 50 albums of the year list because, right. you know, I'm a big proponent of there's a lot of good music coming out every year and we all should be like trying to find it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like. I have to listen to a lot of trash to get to that. Yeah. And it was like two years ago where I was putting out the album. I was like uh, putting out the list and I was like, you know what? I didn't listen to any of the music I love all year. I was so concerned with like this arbitrary list. Yeah. To whom are you being cool with? Yeah. like To uh, who? Yeah, Losers? Yeah, well, I mean, the people who follow me. I mean, they're fine. You're yeah, right, right, right. Like, I don't want to be mean. Yeah, this no, is a nice they, episode. Yes, yes. We already but, shit on New Cage Country. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I can't help it. You know, it's just like Luke Bryan. Ugh. All that stuff. I can't deal with it. Who's the other fat guy? There's a new fat guy. I have no uh, idea. Stevie uh, Dog dog toes <laughs> I think Luke Bryan actually might be the new fat guy let me see let me look up his name I was uh, on a date an, a, many moons ago no, and we were it. taking an Uber and it was like our first date or whatever and this song comes on on the radio and I was like am I having a seizure like what is this music <laughs> and I was like this music sucks and he was just like no nah, you don't know music because I think he worked in the music industry he's like you don't yeah. know music. This is what's coming up next. This was coming up. And then the car driver was like, yeah. And they both laughed at how stupid I was. Um, he um, ended up leaving the date because he said that his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend in Georgia just had an abortion and it was his baby. Oh, boy. Yeah. 
So because we we took a car to the movies, mm-hmm. and then after the movie, he, he I was like, all right, so we're gonna go have fun, and he was like, actually, I gotta go because my ex girlfriend just got an abortion. Find out it was my baby. Oh my god! And I was like, this is the craziest excuse. Yeah, I mean, thank God you left. <laughs> It's like, what's going on, man? I mean, he did you a favor. You know, that's for damn sure. You could have hung out with him longer. Georgia had an abortion? Nah, nah, we we can't be doing that. He might have got mad because I called his music shit. I mean, it's possible. (laughs) It's possible. All right, Eddie. Um, Let's see, you know, uh, let's see, uh, playing catch. I love uh, getting a mitt. I haven't done it in a while. Oh, things you like playing catch. Did you ever play catch with your father? Uh, of course, too much where, you know, it ended up being a battle where we end up like throwing baseballs at each other, trying to hurt each other. But like, you know, a nice peaceful game of catch, you know, with a football or a mitt and a baseball yeah. really makes me, uh, I really love that. I think it's a real peaceful activity, uh, good outdoors, you know, just nice and cool. Uh, Julie and I always threaten to do it, but we never follow through. We're going to play catch. Yeah. It's like a threat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I, it's uh, it's very relaxing. I used to, I do it like, you know, I end up doing it with kids a lot, you know, obviously, you know, cause I'm like an uncle a bunch of times and a godfather a bunch of times. And, you know, so you end up playing catch with these other fuckers. People trust you with their children. That's a very special quality you have at, especially yeah. as a man. Mm-hmm. They don't trust a lot of dudes with their kids. Yeah, I know. It's, it's funny though. I'm the one guy they trust, but you know, I don't want them around. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they trust you. Yeah. You know what? You don't trust the guys that want them around. Yeah, I'll babysit. Yeah, it's like, oh. yeah. No, I love I love all the I love all the kids of my life. They're, but yeah, playing catch. So and I bet like when the ball lands in the glove perfectly. It feels good. Yeah. There's something, there's something so peaceful to it. And plus, you know what I love also? It's like one of the few activities that I really have to use my left hand. You know, because like like, uh, it's, you know, everything else is just like so like I'm so right handed, like playing video games, which I don't play often. But like it's always like it's everything's just like so right. I write with my right, you know, everything. Jerk off with your right hand. Yeah. And uh, it's so it's like it's so rare that like even like I wash my body, like brush my teeth, like everything's with the right. So it's nice to catch. I really get to use both of them. A lot, you know, and so it's uh, it's but yeah, like chopping vegetables is always my right hand, and Ooh, yeah, so I guess maybe experiment with the left hand sometimes. Nah, I've got it down with the right. <laughs> I've got it down. One time, uh, one of my favorite, uh, uh, my friends used to always go in in college. My friends used to always go play baseball every week, and they would like have it was like kind of like a pickup game. There were no real rules or anything like that, and they went every week. And there was these like college fields around and. Uh, and I, I never went, I was too, you know, uh, you know, I just wanted to smoke and, you know, hang out and watch movies. It was not my thing. And then finally one week they all talked me into going and I, I show up late and then like, I show up like smoking a blunt late just to, like to be like, you know, like antagonistic to everybody. Yeah. And then I, I, I get up to bat and I immediately hit a home run <laughs> and, and, and none of them had ever hit a, they've been going for months and not one of them had ever hit a home run. And then, so I just hit, I, I literally, I hit the home run. I went and got my ball and, uh, I left. And I was just like, I didn't even stay. I was just like, I just wanted to fucking just make the statement. Just like walked in and out like a boss. Whoa, too cool for school Eddie. Yeah, I was good at baseball, uh, Little League and uh, stuff like that. I was really good at baseball. But then, you know, I stopped when I got to high school because I just concentrated on football. And your dad would make you put on these like black tarp outfits, right? That was for football. For baseball, like we would have to go and like hit balls all day long. You know, he'd take me to batting cages till my fucking hands bled. Wow, but... But that's got to be like a bad, like a sore on your back to oh, like twist your back like that all day. Yeah, when you're a kid, you could take it. You right. know, like it's, it's different, you know, in the, but yeah, I, I ended up, uh, not liking baseball because of all the politics involved with the little league. My dad was such an asshole and he would always yell at the, he was a coach and he would yell. And, uh, so like they, they wouldn't let me be on the all-star team because <gasps> everyone hated my dad so much, Interesting. but I was clearly better than half the people on the team. You know, I don't know a lot about baseball versus football, but I'm going to guess that there's more politics in baseball. Because Absolutely. football, if you're good, you're good. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you've done, who you killed. Mm-hmm. If you can, like, 
run around and do it. And honestly, some of the best kids are kids growing up on a farm chasing squirrels all day. They don't have the education. They didn't go to fucking Ivy League. Now they're making 10 million a year. I think that's fucking great, yeah. to be honest. Oh, absolutely. Except no one teaches them how to save, save the them. money. Yeah. They all, it's all gone after a little while. Nothing makes me, I, you know, I'm anti football. But, you know, I'm still guilty of watching it from time to time. I've been to two games this year already. I'm back. I got tickets to another one in December. You know, I'm going, you know, it's for someone who hates football. I sure go to it a lot. <laughs> and uh, but when people say like, you know, like they, you know, it got they get paid too much for playing a game. Dude, I no. hate that shit. Because it's a hard ass fucking job. If it was easy, you would do it. Go, You go get a concussion. Yeah. You go get knocked down by a guy 300 pounds. Not just that. You're training all day, every day, In all year. You know, like, it's just like, it's something you have to learn all the plays. You have to, you know, it, it's like people are not capable of doing this. No, and it is a way for, honestly, like a lot of lower class people to raise classes. Yes, to for sure. To make money. I mean, right now, I think, didn't we interview somebody that was like, oh, I help out football people. Oh, this was very early on. This is like top first 20 episodes. Yes, but they had like a lawyer for football people to like, or not a lawyer, but like they as finance guru yeah. to keep like where to invest, where to put the money because mm -hmm. you, you do need don't that. Don't give it all to your family immediately. No, but yeah. you want to give it to your mom. Like, don't you want to buy your mom a house? Of course, but like, you know, you, you got 50 people in your family, you know, yeah. it goes pretty fast, you know, and then, you know, it's, 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 it's tough. It's like winning the lottery kind of like, you know, it's it's great, and then everyone you love starts to, like, you know, look at you differently. That's true. There was somebody in my family that did make a lot of money, and then mm -hmm. everybody started hounding him. Yeah. And then he backed away, and then everybody was like, oh, you're a bad person. And I was like, oh, now he's bad? And he wasn't bad for, like, the 20 things he did before? Yeah, no. Because he stopped now? Yeah, I hate that shit. It yeah. drives me crazy. People, uh, they think they're owed something when they're not. No, they're not. Mm -hmm. Not anything. And then when it comes to football, like I said, like, the money's there. You know, like, it's like, it's not like... It doesn't exist. Like someone's got to make the money. Like, do you want to get? You want the owner to get it, or do you want the people actually play the game to get it? Yeah, you know. And so it's you can't get mad at football players making too much money. No, honestly, like ten million a year is pennies in the football industry. The people mm -hmm. that own the game, the people that even own the concession stands, they're making more than that. Yeah, no, it's such a giant industry that that survives on the backs of these. People who are basically taking advantage of most of their lives and yeah. not allowed to make any money in college, they do it for free for four years before they even get a chance to get to the pros and make a decent amount of money. And then they can only have that job for most people probably only do it for five years. Tops. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. I like... Going to a place, and I'll specifically pick them out, where they don't speak English. The menu isn't in English. Oh, yeah. And I just point at things. Oh, yeah. And I want, fun. like, three or four different things, and I want to eat it. I don't care if it's tripe. I don't care if it's, like, pig fat. Tripe's good. It's delicious. I had tripe in Soweto, and I fucking loved it. Woo. In the middle, like, it was just, like, I was literally, like, outdoors under a tent in a fucking... A town of tin huts, mm -hmm. and they were like, they were like, it was like this gray meat, and they were, I was like, what's this? They're like tripe, and I was like, all right, let's do it. And they're like, you know what that is? I was like, yeah, bro, let's rock. That's right. I was the only one brave enough to eat it, and it was great, and I didn't get sick or nothing. You got sick in the airport. Though. I got sick in the airport. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes a lot of sense. You I know, have, speaking of food, yeah, I love a good Jewish bakery. 
Oh, with the bagels? Yeah, well, bagels, and of lots? course. Yeah, but yeah, well, yes, but I'm talking like rugula and like a black and white cookie and a chocolate babka and challah bread. And like, oh. that's, that's my shit. Is that, there a good one in LA? Uh, uh, whatchamacallit? Um, Cantor's. Are they good? Oh, the bakery's unbelievable. Uh, maybe the I've only had cookies that are like a day old. The bakery know. at Cantor's is way better than. Um, the, uh, a lot of Jewish cookies are are harder also than and not not necessarily uh, soft. The cookies got to be hard for yeah. my teeth, <laughs> just like my relatives, <laughs> like my past. It's got to be hard so I can remember the genocide. <laughs> oh yeah, oh the genocide is very easy to remember. I the, love a uh, soft cookie, but that's yeah, what I we love differ. a good soft cookie too. Uh, but uh, a good Jewish bakery, the Rugla is truly my favorite. Really? And black and white cookies are very soft because they're kind of like cake with icing on top. Yeah. And so that's very soft. But yeah, no, oh, my chocolate babka is so good and like a good marble cake. Mm. I've never had a good babka or marble cake. Oh. I got to go. I got to go to these places. This is so good. Yeah, no, the... Uh, I, most of the time when I go to Cantor's, I, I eat the normal food, and mm -hmm. I, I don't go to, I don't double back to the bakery, but the bakery's where it's at. Okay, I guess I gotta go. Yeah. I was speaking of food where I don't know what it is, but I love it. Uh, I have a friend of mine, um, Destin. Shout out to Destin. Uh, you've never met him, but cool. Shout out. Shout out. I met him at a bar like four years ago, but we still because we both like to eat and travel and stuff, so we'll just go occasionally and just eat, and then I'll go back home. That's it. Yeah. So then. I think last time, like two weeks ago, he's like, you pick out the place. And I found this Korean spot um, that just looked legit mm -hmm. because the reviews said that they were so mean. <laughs> and it's like, oh, this is good. Yeah, you're, they, they're only mean when they can be. Yeah. You know, like I, there's this one, like the, like uh, Astoria Seafood Market. Oh, I love them. They're, They're so, so mean. mean. They're so mean. They're like, where's she? Yeah, I told you to sit down. You sit down. You know, it's like, it's... I, there was a French guy that came up. He's like, bread? You have too much bread. Yeah. <laughs> Just want another bread, buddy. We went to this Korean place, and it was like, there was nothing on the menu that I understood, but I pointed at something that looked like beef. They gave me the food of a lifetime. And yeah. when I say it, it was a feast of a king, the feast of a fucking king. Everybody there was Korean, mm -hmm. all speaking. And I was just like, oh, nom, 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 nom. It was so good. Yeah. And then I remember one time I also went to another Korean place in LA and um, the cab driver was also, and he was like, oh, this place is great. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. And so I order what he tells me to order. It was delicious. But I took a picture of it, and I showed it to my other friends. And I was like, I ate this. I didn't know what it was, but it was delicious. They looked at it, and they're like, ew. Ew, who eats that? Ew. Like, they all said it. And I was like, you know what? I don't think we can be friends, Yeah. to be honest. And I know that's like a negative takeaway, but I think if I were to sit down and like have an adventurous meal, mm -hmm. and if somebody's a picky, picky eater about it, I don't think we can be like true friends. I mean, yeah. Unless it's religious. Unless you're like, I'm of, Muslim, I can't have pork, understandable. Also people, you know, some people are weak in the belly, you know, and like. Yeah, may, or if you're like allergic to a lot of stuff, mm -hmm. I get like allergies or religion, I get it. But if you're just picky just because... Come, See, you're I, an adult. I understand picky over religion. I'll tell you that much. You can understand picky over religion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of, I'm going back to the, uh, there's a vegan bakery mm -hmm. uh, right by me. Uh, it, I went, I discovered it by accident and I got a loaf of vegan challah bread and challah bread's usually, you know, it, it's, you know, made with eggs and stuff like that. Is it hollow on the inside? No, no, no. It's just called challah. Challah. Yeah, yeah. C-H-A-L-L-A-H. Ooh. Uh, and I, I got it from there, and it was a Mexican vegan bakery. And Mexican it, vegan? Yeah, was, that Whoa, Eddie. Well, it's now a bakery. blowing my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And All it right. was so good. And Mexican they made vegan. Jewish bread. Wow. And it was so good. And then I made what I took. I took the vegan challah bread. And I and I made French toast with it. So basically, I add eggs and milk. Eggs and eggs. Eggs and milk into it. But it was so good. I bet eggs are delicious. No problem eating eggs. Eat all the eggs you want. Yeah, flour tortillas. I love flour tortillas. Yeah. I got some the other day when I went to El Coyote. I went. Uh, oh, I went and saw Vertigo at the uh, Quentin Tarantino New Beverly Cinema. Which fun. Was a lot of fun. I love that movie. It's very good. Very. Uh, it's got a good feminine energy. I love it. And uh, and then I went. And then you know, but we before we went to El Coyote, and I got some carnitas, and 
the and I had I requested the flour tortillas. I, I used to be I used to always get corn because I know that's what you're supposed to get. And but like, if you like the flour, then you get the flour. I've I've stopped. I've stopped caring about what what I'm supposed to get, and I get what I like. Yes, and you know what? Honestly, this might be controversial, but white people Mexican night delicious. It's so much fun. If you just get that pack of ground beef and that like Ortega yeah. salt, like sprinkled packet, it's yeah, good. Some chopped up, uh, some sour cream. It's good. It's not real Mexican, some but ice, it's good. Some ice uh, iceberg lettuce. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking love that shit. Shred it up real tight. That's it. But I do say something I want to do for my kitchen to get the next appliance is I want to get a tortilla press because I do, as much as I do love white people, Mexican night, I do want to, well, like, you can make flour tortillas with a tortilla press. I could, I just love, cause you know, if you get the ingredients, um, it's actually kind of cheap to do. Yeah. And then you can just do it. And then it's very fast, very quick. And it just looks really fucking good. All right, you ready for this? Yeah. I like, um, switching gears a little bit. I like, uh, a yellow rose with red tips. That is beautiful. That is my favorite flower. If it grows in my garden, I'll pick it just for you, Eddie. Nice. Do you have roses in your garden? Oh, yeah. Do you have yellow roses? We have, oh, no, we have white and red. Mm. But I can plant yellow. Yeah, I like, but a yellow with the red tip. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, those are the, I think, the most beautiful flower. Oh, well, yellow is friendship. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yellow is friendship and red is love. Oh. So it's like a loving friend. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Ah, what's your favorite flower? Oh, I like a gardenia. A gardenia? I love the smell. That's also what, um, gosh, I forget her name, but she wore it in her hair because she was on heroin all the time. And then would have to like- Amy Winehouse. Up. No, not Amy Winehouse. Um, but equivalent, she was in like more opium. Oh, Ooh. I don't know. Or was it a magnolia? Fuck. Was she- uh, I'm going to look this up. Is she recent or- No, this is like 1940s. Oh, Billie Holiday. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She loved that shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. She's so thin though. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's a lot about like going back to food. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of that thin color. You know, be the size you want to be. But BMIs, throw it in the fucking trash. That does it's, not. It, it's fake. It does not equate health. And this is somebody who's worked in the health industry before in yeah. my life. It does not equate health. According to the BMI, my quote unquote healthiest was when I was getting blackout drunk, anxious, and not eating dinner. Mm -hmm. And now I'm at my healthiest. Whereas now I'm eating like I had eggs. I had smoked oysters. I had a smoothie. Mm. I had like a salad, like real things. I go lift weights. And like now I'm supposedly not as healthy. Get fucked. Yeah, we got to, you know, and speaking of uh, unhealthy, uh, you can listen. You re-listen to our fast food episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. You ready for this one? Mm -hmm. Old family photo albums. Oh, like that's you a good put on, put on a record, yeah. You know, and you sit down and you look through an old album. It's so much better than putting on. Netflix. We've gotten too like I. I'm so guilty of this. So I feel like we've all gotten like too like stuck in our stupid rhythms, like watching YouTube for two hours. You know, Netflix. You know, I watch the entire Watcher in one sitting, like a fucking idiot. <laughs> and um, you know, and so it's just like in the, like all these like streaming services. They're meant to. So we all could just could sit and consume and just sit there. That's why know? I hate TVs. If you were to go as an anthropological scientist, say a thousand years from now, and go into a modern day living room, yeah. all of the chairs facing this black box, they would think that you pray to it like a god. I hate we it. We practically do. I don't want to, I don't have a TV. In my, I have a computer I watch movies on occasionally, but I, yeah. don't, I do not want a TV in the living room. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I think there's like, I, I agree. I think a living room, a proper living room, doesn't have a television. No, you should have a. T I think you should have like a TV room. You know, like somebody where you watch TV because like you get room. to like stay current with what's going on in society. But you need that relaxing room, and I think there's nothing like an old photo album. You know, where you go through and you fucking remember people's names who yeah. who have been gone for a hundred years. It's like Coco. You got to remember the name. Yeah, exactly. And I a good that. album to put on is Roberta Flack. Oh yeah! Where is a love? See, you like peaceful music. That's a good one. Yeah, my you, mother, she and I jammed out to it. Yeah, you love Roberta Flack. I love her a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've talked about her so much over the years. Absolutely, but the family albums. And yeah. like my mother and I really did that one time. We played Roberta Flack and went through a family album. And it's just like you, you, you go through old times and it like. 
And then you could be like, oh, remember when they did this and that? And then mm-hmm. you could talk and then you could have conversations about, you know, things that you don't normally talk about. And I think it's very important to do. And, That's healthy. Even, and yeah. especially to do like, I like do it with other people's families. So oh. you can let them tell you about their family because everyone loves to brag about their family yeah. and stuff like that. And and you all can learn a lot about each other in those moments. And don't sit around and be bored and like, oh, when are they going to talk about me? When can I make this about me? Just really sit and enjoy. And even if you don't know the person they're talking about, enjoy the fact that this person talking to you is happy. Yeah. That's it. I think it's very, I, I think it's very important. Uh, so, uh, and another thing I like doing, speaking of no TV, hanging out with the family, front porch hang. Oh, I, I love a porch. I love I love a back patio. I do. I love a backyard, a you know, but like front porch hang, very important. I think there's something special about it. You can you can yell at your neighbors, you know, you see what's going on and you you see what's going on in the neighborhood. You, you you clock the people coming up and down, you meet the dogs, you make a statement, you can put on the tune so people know what you're into. You fucking you could burn a J, you could have a cup of coffee, you do whatever you want, but like people learn about you and you learn about people by spending time on your front porch. Front porch. The back the back patio. Great time. That's for the secret shit. Oh, that's drunk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. That's when you get drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Front porch is like for just like checking out in case in the neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. And also letting people know like who lives there. You're, and you're probably less likely to get robbed if you see people hanging out on that porch sometime. Oh, yeah. Because you're like, oh, they have friends and family. They'll figure it out. They'll come find me. Yeah, exactly. And everyone will see you. And they'll be like, why is that different person over there? You know, so it's it's very good. For it's you. very good. A thing I love, being alone in nature. Mm, when I went nice. to the Grand Canyon by myself, which I wouldn't recommend to people listening. <laughs> You know, because people do go missing from there. And yes, I also do co-host a podcast about missing women. Yeah. Uh, But it was the most beautiful experience I've ever had, to be honest. You just got to keep your head on a swivel. But everyone deserves to be alone. Everyone deserves to be alone. Keep your head on a swivel. Don't get drunk. Get drunk with the door locked, right? Over prepare. In the backyard. In the backyard. Over prepare for anything. Like one time I was like, oh, it might rain. I'm going to bring a poncho. I bring a poncho. Everybody was just like, oh, wow, she came prepared. Like other people pointed at me and looked. And I was like, yeah, like bring these things that always think about the worst thing that could happen. Pack that just in case. And also two is one and one is none. Yeah. That's a good, you know, pack a flamethrower. I don't care. Some kind of weapon, a knife, whatever. But when you go in nature alone and you're submerged in God, basically, that's where I believe in like a higher power. Because you look at these things that I don't understand how they were created, how they can make other things just like them and then be so bombastic and so beautiful and so outrageous and they're all just living copacetically together. I mean, it's such a wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. Really got to go. Sometimes I'll go to the parks alone. Not the same, but the Grand Canyon alone is an experience that I will talk about till I die. I love that. That's so sweet. I would like to do more stuff alone, but, you know, I love Julie. And I like that. You know, it's weird. Like, I want to go alone. But the moment I'm alone somewhere, I'm like, where's Julie? You know, oh, like, right. so it's just like. I forget because you're married and I'm like a lady. But yeah, no, but like, like when I go, when I hit the road with Jeff, though, uh, we actually, uh, I spend a lot of time alone when yeah. I do that because he wakes up late and I'll go walk around the cities or whatever, wherever we are and, uh, and yeah. enjoy something there. I love being alone. Like when we go to, uh, for when we go to Florida, which we're recording this, we're going to Florida in a week. By the time you're listening to this, it's, we, the, it's Thanksgiving next week I've when, when, when the people are listening to this. Right. So we had already been gone to Florida. Yeah. But I have like things that I want to do alone. And I've like told some people about it and they're like, we'll meet up. And I'm like, I think I want to do this alone. Yeah. No, you're in charge. You're staying in an Airbnb by, by myself. Yourself, you know, it's so. only 10 minute walk away. Like it's so but you close. Still, you're in charge of your own destiny. You don't have to worry about it running into anyone in the lobby or anything like that. No. And like, we got to go do this thing. Like, no, I don't want, I want to be alone. It's going to be great. Um, 
Uh, this has been nice. This has been a nice talk, Amber. Yeah. I, I kind of needed it emotionally. Um, it's Thanksgiving this next week coming up. Uh, a lot of you going to be traveling. Oh, and think uh, about what you you're thankful this. for. Yeah, think about. I think we just we did a whole episode about what we're thankful this for. This is our Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, Ed. this is our Thanksgiving episode. So you know, keep, you know, try not to get too wrapped up in uh, your family problems. Let stuff. Uh, you know, don't. If someone says anything that really pisses you off, you know, try to let it go. Uh, it's not worth it. You only see these people so many times a year. Yeah. And also, like, think about people want you to feel as they feel inside all the time. Yeah. So if they're saying all of this angry edgelord shit to you, their imagine life sucks. Their life sucks. Yeah. And your life is fine because you don't feel this shit. No, because you want to talk about things you like. And so, everyone, ladies, guys, you know, we, I'm down, I'm down with it all. Uh, you know, we we uh, we need to be good to ourselves, especially in these high stressful weeks like this. Absolutely. Be around for, if you're having a Friendsgiving, you know, lots of hugs, uh, you know, just try to be peaceful and uh, just center your chi and be good to yourself. Be in nature alone for a little bit. Yeah. Um, if you are in the New Jersey area, I will be uh, next week. I'm going to be there on December 1st. Uh, How America Killed My Mother is playing at uh, the Smod Castle Film Festival, uh, Kevin Smith's Film Festival at 9 p.m. So that's December 1st. 9. Kevin Smith's Film Festival. I'm very Congratulations. Excited. Yeah, so come check out. Come say hi to Travis and I. We'll both be there. Uh, we'll have a lot of fun there. So please come hang out and check out the movie. If you can't make it out to the film festival, I get it. This is a big country. There's a big world. Uh, you could still rent or uh, buy the movie at HowAmericaKillMyMother.com uh, Someplace underneath uh, is a lot of traveling going on a lot of people going to go missing uh, and, and these <laughs> girls are here to tell you all about it Someplace underneath is Amber's other podcast that she does with the great Natalie Jean uh, so make sure that you listen to that show because it is very important and very well done Thank you. Uh, Instagram at Amber Smelson Eddie Tunes uh, Last Podcast Network The Brighter Side LPN uh, Twitter at Eddie Tunes underscore at Amber Smelson at Last Podcast Network at Brighter Side LPN Brighter Side Live on Twitch is the second Tuesday of every month at 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. The next one is going to be on December 13th. Also, we got a big fundraiser coming up uh, on December 10th on the LPN Twitch channel. We're going to be raising money for the Julia Johns and all of her uh, all of her medical bills. So let's you know she's yeah. doing good. She's beating this fucking thing, but it's really uh, it's starting to not only hurt her body, but it's hurting the wallet. So we got to take care of our girl. Yeah. So December 10th, we're doing a Twitch marathon on the LPN Twitch channel. Make sure you tune into that. We'll all be there hanging out with her. Um, Brighter side live. Uh, the following week, December sixteenth, nine p.m. at the Pack Theater. We just uh, we we had a show in uh, October that was fucking awesome. We had a good crowd come out. Matt McCarthy crushed it. Redacted sketch comedy. Julia was there doing stand up about what's going on in her life. And Holden McNeely was you know lumpy as ever. And we had a great time. So come <laughs> come check us out again. That's going to be um uh. uh December 16th, 9 p.m. at the Pack Theater. Uh, and you can get tickets uh, on the Pack Theater's website. Uh, Classy Night Out, also going to be at the Pack Theater December 30th at 8 p.m. It's a special two hour show featuring all the people from the last podcast network. Uh, Patreons, we got them. What's up, Amber? Let's, let's hear it. What do you do out there? I'm Amber Smelson on Patreon. It's a way to support me as an artist. Also, I do a lot of. Um, writing there and I also show you what I eat because I love to cook you know what I'm gonna make and you know you'll probably already hear it but I'm gonna make a green goddess salad dressing and I found some really nice tuna steaks I'm gonna make I love a green goddess yeah, salad dressing. it's so easy really it's easy to do right, I'm gonna have to watch um, Patreon.com slash Eddie Tunes is me. That's the home of the Eddie Tunes two-hour radio hour, the greatest secret radio show that's only on Patreon. Um, also, I put a bunch of playlists on there. A Bob Dylan playlist just came out um, yeah, that, that I know y'all are going to love and need during these fall times. And also, it's a home for all my stand-up material that I tape. And uh, so check that out if you're interested in seeing me do stand-up and you can't uh, make it out to a live show. A sticker giveaway. Live and well, the brighter uh, you mail us a self-addressed stamped envelope to the Brighter Side Care of LPN PO Box Four Seven Zero North Hollywood California Nine One Six Zero 
three. Um, thank you to April, Madeline, and Maddie for all the hard work you do on our show and taking us out today is a Rolling Stones song. You love Rolling Stones. Yes. Uh, this song's called Loving Cup uh, because uh, may it overfill this Thanksgiving and uh, you all enjoy it with your loved ones. Here is Loving Cup by the Rolling Stones. Be good to yourself. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.